Hey guys, I hope you're well. I've actually restarted this episode quite a few times just because I tried to do one topic and it just was not flowing. And then, I don't know, I just wasn't getting into my zone. So I actually wanted to start this episode off with something that I wrote on the train last week. And it's a little bit of a reflection. I thought, let's just start with that and then explain my thoughts after. Okay, so I said, recently I felt more obliged to work harder. I felt inspired again, and with that, did I think that more work would be better? I'll be more successful in my job if I devote more time and energy into it. I'll get more done, and therefore achieve more, feel more, and be more. Our self-worth is not based on how much we are doing or achieving. It's about how we feel about our authentic self, which I'm personally in love with. I love my true self, and I think she is kind, funny, and inspiring. I love her on both an external and internal level. So why does more work make me feel better, more in control, and more successful? Well, because there is actually a healthy element to it. It comes from our masculine energy inside of us, which is needed, but we have feminine energy too. And why do we think we can just run on one side? Well, it could maybe be because hustle culture has implemented this (laughs) within us from a young age, or it could be the overwhelming pressure we feel from others. And then I go on and I say, what even is the feminine energy? It is less doing and more being. Being present, being creative, being still, being reflective. Sometimes it can feel that making time for this will take away time from our success. Although it directly doesn't get the job done, it does. It allows room for internal growth and wisdom, which inherently does help every other aspect of our lives. This morning, I noticed a sty growing on my eye. This is a wake-up call for me. I'm running off energy I don't have, and not necessarily in a calorie way, but just in an adrenaline way. I need to slow down, and I need periods every day where I switch into my feminine energy. We must make time for it, just like we make time to get our work done. Going into November, I told the camera this month that this was a month to grind, It was to work hard and keep busy. I thought it would keep me safe in my environment. My parents' home. (laughs) Reality is, the world is my oyster. I can create whatever reality I like, a peaceful or busy one. And then I wrote some examples, like, I can go on relaxing winter walks. I can journal in a cafe. I can lie on the sofa and watch a movie. doesn't have to be this busy month that I've seen it as. What does the perfect day even look like? I think having structure within a day is good, and within that structure is there time for doing absolutely nothing. Time for you to just stop and listen to yourself, and to see what you really need in the present moment. I know that I've had so much practice with just being okay if the day doesn't go to plan, which is a good thing, and I think being able to meet yourself with compassion is so important. It nurtures our inner child and lets them know that everything is okay and that they did nothing wrong. I think another thing to take in consideration is building the foundations of your routine slowly. You can't rush building the lifestyle of your dreams. We function off our current ones, so if we change everything, then no wonder it's too overwhelming. I think the secret is to add one thing at a time until you realise that it actually helps you function better. Please note that what helps someone else to function may not help you, and therefore you don't have to do it. How do you expect yourself to continue to do a habit when you neither enjoy or feel any benefit from it? Once we can establish one thing, 
we can then add another. It's also important to not try to plan our whole lifestyle at once. Being our present self isn't always our higher self, so you won't always know what serves you. And that's why the building blocks are so important. You can see what works step by step. So kind of just analysing that, what I meant by the last sentence was our current self. Let's say, take myself two years ago when I was smack bang on my eating disorder. You'd ask her, what's your ideal lifestyle? What's your lifestyle in the future? She would have said very different things to maybe what I would say now. So that's why it's important to not plan the future ahead too much because we can only go off our present self. Although when you do more healing work and inner, you know, stuff, inner work, you get closer to your higher self and that's when you can become more, you know, aligned and know what you really want. And yeah, so I wrote that on the train home and it was actually really nice. And if you ever just feel you've got spare moments of time and you want to get stuff off your brain, like, this was just on my laptop, I just wrote it on my laptop on the train home, you can write stuff on your phone, and yeah, I feel like I gave her a pretty good summary of how I've been feeling lately, but I basically tried to get my grind on two weeks ago, and I thought, oh yeah, we're just going to use November to, like, get so much work done, even though, like, the last two months, I've never had so much time, like, reconnecting with myself, and being calm and peaceful and it was so interesting because so many good things came to me the last two months and it's not like I was putting more hours into my work because the whole year have I you know there were times in my year like January February March I was putting so much time into my work yet the last two months did the most come to me because I was actually reconnecting with myself getting on the right path doing the therapy doing the work And then it's so interesting that when the good things come, it kind of like, not triggered me, but it kind of made me think, oh gosh, if I want this stuff to last, I better like start working really, really hard again. And it was like, but the thing that just got you here worked. The the acts of giving yourself time every day to just stop and reconnect with yourself helped you get there. And that's also, you know, where burnout comes from when people use their masculine energy way too much they are constantly on overdrive on adrenaline being productive every second go 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 and then you almost wonder at points why you're so exhausted or why you procrastinate can i just let you guys know now there's obviously a few reasons for procrastination but a big one is when you actually just need rest and it's funny because i was helping out a friend the other day and he was like I no, I said to him, I was like, have you stopped once this week? Because we're on the same job. And I was like, have you stopped once this week and just chilled out? He was like, Anna, I've procrastinated literally all week. Like, I've had my chill time. I need to actually get my work done. And I was like, ah, that's the thing, though. You've procrastinated all week because you've given yourself the expectation that you have to work all the time, which has led you to not get the work done and not rest. Procrastination is not rest. I don't care whether you lie on your bed for five hours. That's not resting if you didn't give yourself permission to do that. If you gave yourself permission to just sleep in all morning, go on your phone, that's fine. That was you resting, okay? But it's when you think you should be doing something else, that's when it's not. And, you know, I think he took it in the right way and he was like, okay, so you have to actually give yourself time to chill. And especially on like a weekend, like when 
especially in my job like you're if you work for yourself or something you're passionate about sometimes you know you go right up into the weekend and you don't even realize the weekend was there and then you wonder why like Monday Tuesday like you know things aren't going as smoothly it's like you didn't give yourself the weekend is there for a reason and whether you're at school and like you're studying all the time you need to give yourself full days off you need to give yourself full afternoons off full evenings off full permission to just stop and do nothing and then the beauty of the rest will come so yeah I just wanted to share with you guys that I think my opinion of getting your life sorted has changed as well because I definitely used to think that it was like right you just do these little you just need to do all these tasks you need to have a certain lifestyle and then you've figured it all out or when people say like oh you can't figure it out or you can or you can find balance and, and you can't like it's a bit confusing online like some people are like yes the age 20 balance and then some people are like you will never find that balance I see it I see our lives and our journey and our balances in a way of you are constantly learning but you're not always on this journey like you are like what you are experiencing right now like you have to be in the present moment for that you can't always think ahead of like oh but when I achieve this or when I do this or when my lifestyle is like this will I be happy it's like no no no. let's take it right now to right this moment appreciate where you are but also allow a little bit of room of I've got my eyes open I am happy to look for where I need to learn, like, learn lessons. I'm happy to, you know, start new habits, but not in an overwhelming way of trying to fix every part of our life. It's just in a very, you know, like, you're just picking up one tiny thing at a time. I also want to remind you guys that you are always trying your best, like, always. And kind of continuing on from this little procrastination talk, there was, I think it was yesterday or the day before, and this is like, I wouldn't say like a regular, regular thing like every day, but definitely a weekly thing. And I've become so good at it. It's just insane. Like I've always had times where, you know, something's triggered you or you don't even realize and you're on your phone for like two hours. Like let's say you're trying to get yourself on a run and then you go on your phone two hours later, you still haven't gone on the run or you're trying to get to the gym or you're trying to go on a walk or you're trying to study or you're trying to do work and time just flashes between your eyes while you're on your phone and you're scrolling or doing whatever you're doing and in the past I would beat myself up for it like oh you wasted your whole Sunday morning you had this whole day off and you decided to go on your phone you're so stupid or I'd be like oh my god you just wasted so many hours you could have been working or you could have at least watched a movie do you know what I mean and it's just if you do that you'll just keep getting in this cycle of feeling guilty procrastination so yeah for example yesterday I was trying to get on a run and two hours later did I actually leave for the run and it was 11 a.m it was my day off on Sunday and then I had like one minute of thoughts of like did you really just waste your whole morning like you could have done so much in a way of you could have done all the relaxing things you want to do like have no I had breakfast but like watch a movie in the morning or go on a little walk or just lie in bed and watch YouTube you know and you just have like a YouTube morning But I didn't do that. I was like just aimlessly scrolling on TikTok in a triggered way, if that makes sense. And that only happened for a minute. Those thoughts probably happened for 30 seconds. And very quickly I go to myself, no, you were doing your absolute best. 
that was your body keeping you safe. There was something that triggered you. There was something that your body wasn't fond of and it needed you to be on its phone for two hours. And that's okay. And bringing yourself that compassion and love of that's okay, does it melt all of that guilt? Melts it all. And to remind yourself that you are in the present moment. It doesn't matter. Time actually doesn't really exist. (laughs) Like, if it's 11am, it doesn't matter what happened the last two hours because it's 11am. The time is only now, okay? It doesn't matter what you did the last five hours, the last two days, the last hour. What matters is now. And if that means you need to scroll for another hour, it doesn't matter because by the end of that hour, you're in the now again, okay? But if you can come to that place of just fully forgiving yourself and being like, that's okay, don't worry. We're just gonna, we're gonna get on with things now. Then it makes things a lot easier to digest. One thing I've also learned is when we do procrastinate, it comes from a place of maybe avoiding something. So this is something I've figured out through therapy and stuff. And let's say in the morning, I wanted to go do a certain thing like, younger Anna wanted to go to the gym and play around and then my brain starts rationalizing like oh it's raining and oh oh, but I don't have time or or, oh this and that and then my younger self was like oh I just wanted to like have a bit of fun at the gym like I just wanted to play around and then I would procrastinate for the next three hours and I was like oh my god why didn't I just go to the gym and it's like it's sometimes your younger version almost like calling out to you now you may or may not resonate with this Um, it could be like unexpressed emotion as well so if you don't let yourself get angry if you don't let yourself cry if you don't let yourself understand what just triggered you it's still happening in your body so one form of it can be procrastination um so I would never judge that's why I don't judge the procrastination because it's it's almost there for a reason but it's it's nice for us to almost investigate why and then we have the question of, yeah, but Anna, how do I actually get out of it? Or how do I actually, like, whatnot? And this is, you know, once I've done my steps of, okay, I've pulled my... Because most of the time, I don't even think it's procrastination. A lot of it is dissociation. So I actually, like, go on autopilot. I don't realise what I'm doing. I don't... I can't make decisions. I can't move and all that stuff. And I sometimes basically go into like an autopilot of what my adult brain knows is good for me let me let me explain because there was quite a few terms in there so as again in that example pulled myself out of the little dissociation procrastination scroll 11 a.m how what do i do now i've accepted i've forgiven but i'm triggered right and i go i i almost don't think and i go i know what makes me feel good so I get up, I give my face a wash, I have a pee, I put on some music, put on some music that makes me dance, and this is all personal, like, this is going to be what makes you feel good. Um, this could be going like, a 10-minute run, this could be w- whatever you need. And you just do the steps that make you feel good. That That's what it is. It's your adult version of yourself going, right, let's get you, let's get you dressed, let's get you brushed, let's get you regulated, let's do some breaths, let's do some jumps, let's do some shakes, you know, let's shift this energy, because your adult version could be like, right, you have a dentist appointment, you have work to do, so we can see the inner child within us that's triggered, 
give them love, tell them they did nothing wrong for the last two hours, but then go, I'm going to get you sorted. I'm going to go do all these things for you. Um, so that's something that almost helps me and that's kind of where I do it from. I just get myself regulated and then I get into the things that I need to do. Now I want to go into examples of things that you can do to balance out your day because I talked about this feminine energy but like what does my day look like? What is my ideal day kind of thing? In the morning before I dive straight into the work and the masculine energy stuff I dedicate time for myself. I wake up, I do my gua sha, my skincare, I brush my teeth, I do my hair care. I do some like slow yoga stretches to reconnect myself with my body or I'll do some dancing, have my breakfast, whatnot. And then I get, I got my coffee, I do my work. I'm getting into work mode. Now, an important thing for me and something that saves me, you know when you have like a really busy day and then I guess the evening past dinner or something and then you just like procrastinate or dissociate like kind of what I'm talking about you do like a good scroll you you don't do anything nourishing like watch a movie or chill you're like there's too much emotion from the day there's too much adrenaline from the day because you haven't given yourself periods of the day to like just catch up on yourself so what I've learned because I'm the type of person that once I get into a task like work I want to just rinse it if I start work at 9 10 I want to work till 3 4 like, no break. Now, and, and maybe, like, 20 minute break in the middle to eat my lunch, obviously, but this, like, constant drive and comparing my days of when I do this and then my new kind of technique, there is a big difference in my emotional stability. Now, I make sure, like, let's say I start work at 9, 10. By lunchtime, I need time for myself. I need to unravel this adrenaline because I think sometimes we have this fear that we're not going to be able to get started again. I don't I don't care. I don't want I don't want the evening dramatics. I don't even know what to call it. I don't want that evening scenario. I don't want too much being built up. So at lunchtime I stop, I have my lunch, I give myself time off, whether that's have a nap, do nothing, watch YouTube, watch a movie. And I would say watch YouTube and watch a movie is a great start because you're like actually giving yourself permission to just relax. I think if I really want to reconnect with myself, you've almost got to have not much distraction. So I would want, let's say, music, a journal, a nap time, some slow yoga to reconnect with my body, those kind of things. That's almost like a pure feminine task kind of thing. But even if I just give myself that time to stop and watch a movie, that's going to do me well too. And then obviously I get started back with my work and stuff. And obviously every day is slightly different and it's so interesting the quality of work that comes out of me once I've done the reconnection tasks because if you think about it in the morning we have such a fresh energy within us unless you wake up with anxiety which I also relate to but it's almost like another wake up you've just reconnected with yourself you're aligned with yourself you can really make decisions with you along with your intuition so I like to do some creative tasks at this time kind of get into it and then again the evening is so important to give yourself that full wind down time now I've recently got an aura ring which tracks your sleep and activity and stuff and I I don't think I'm not gonna say I don't think it's good for activity I think it does its job I don't know but that's not really what I focus on I focus on the sleep aspect and to be fair if the activity is high it just tells me to eat more like that's that's what I see it as I'm like oh 
done a lot of activity today. Let me let me get some. Let me put some peanut butter in my mouth, um, or have yeah extra food and stuff. But sleep wise, again, it's really helped me. I thought in a way I'd be like obsessed with it in a bad way and be annoyed, but I'm just learning so much about myself. I didn't realize how important it is to wind down in the evening. I really thought, you know, we can just like keep going, do all the things, do all the things. 9pm, brush your teeth, whatnot, and not even 9pm, maybe 10pm, and then just go straight to sleep. But for me, it's so, so important to switch off at round, I would say 7pm, like I don't want to be working past 7, and it's really hard when you're self-employed or work for yourself or work in, let's say, a small company that you're really passionate about and you want to like give your extra hours you won't do yourself good in the long term. And this could be even, let's say, studying if you're like a student. It's not going to do you well in the long term if you're constantly doing stuff. If you give yourself that 7 to 10 p.m. off, like do nothing, do whatever you want. You could almost feel it right now. It feels like a Christmas present. Wait, I'm allowed to do absolutely nothing? I don't have to do all these productive things. I can just watch a movie and have a hot chocolate and lie down and maybe stretch. That feels so nourishing. Yet why don't we give that to ourselves? This this is this is the magic. This is the little piece that we're missing. So, yeah, I've learned that and it's like a new boundary that I've had to put in place and it's like, right? And it's so nice. And then by the time I get to bed, I'm all kind of tired and ready to sleep. And my aura ring tracks it. Like, I can really tell a difference. And I think it's interesting because I always sleep throughout the night. I'm a really good sleeper. I fall asleep quickly and I sleep. But the difference in, basically, we have different stages of our sleep. And one of them is REM sleep. This is your dreaming sleep. And my REM, and your REM sleep is very important, very critical. It has a lot of healing powers in itself and functions for the body and my REM sleep changes really dramatically when I don't do all my little steps like if I have caffeine past like 12 or if I'm working on adrenaline all day or if I don't give myself the proper bedtime routine if I don't have a comfy pillow if I eat like really like if I have a heavy meal like at at the end of the night it shows up on my REM sleep and I'm like oh dear (laughs) um and I, when I talk about food and sleep, like, I don't want you guys to get obsessive, not obsessive, but, like, I don't want you to take that in a certain way. Um, I think the the food part of, like, not eating in the evening and stuff, like, I, just do your thing. Just do your thing, honestly. Like, I sometimes eat right before I go to bed. It's just, like, on a consistent level, I think, is what I'm trying to talk about. Like, on a consistent level, should we try to eat before 10 p.m obviously if it's Saturday night and you're having a pizza with your friends at 10 that's cool as well that's really cool so yeah it's about with all this stuff that I'm sharing it's everything again is within balance and knowing that we're always gonna flip a little bit on either side like even if we talk about lifestyle there are gonna be some days where I'm working a little bit more in my masculine energy and because I've got to get the work done I have deadlines, I have things that need to be done, I have projects, I have a lot on my plate. So there is that element of, okay, that's going to be more that day. Within that, do I still need to give myself those breaks and reconnect with myself? But then there's other days where like, I'll have the whole day off and do like tiny bits of work. And that's amazing too. So within that, you've got to get the daily balance. 
but then also there's like the weekly balance of okay some weeks will be harder than others or some some days in the week will be harder than others but again the power is in noticing what is going on noticing how you're feeling if if you're feeling run down if you feel like you're suppressing so much emotion it's just time to reconnect with yourself and I think something else that can be really good for us is doing like a voice recording when you're in a really good space like I sometimes need a hype up and I think sometimes I try to gain that from other people like if I'm down I'll call my boyfriend and I need a hype up and sometimes he doesn't realize that and he'll try to give me like advice on what to do but really like it's not a rational situation that needs a solution it's an emotional situation and I just need a hype up but yes it's great when other people can hype you up but you are your biggest hype man and your adult self can do that for yourself but sometimes we're not in the place and we forget so what I like to do and this is what I'm going to do today because I needed it this morning when I'm in a good space I'm going to be so empowered and I'm going to hit that voice recording and be like you have fucking got this what you're doing right now is working and the journey you're on is going to work and you're doing the right thing you're just say whatever you need to hear be so empowered like for me sometimes I'll like question whether I'm doing the right thing with my work because I'll get one comment on like a TikTok saying you're not genuine or like she's so annoying or like oh my god with this girl shout out you know what I mean and if I like sometimes I let that comment come in when there's like thousands of other comments that are like saying other stuff but it's that hyping yourself up and so what I was trying to say from that was like in my voice recording do I say you are doing the right thing don't forget about all those people that have come to you and cried in your arms and you've connected with and realized that you are doing the right thing and that's all I need to hear I just need to hear it for myself no one else can bring that towards me so that's another little tip make voice recordings when you're in a good place and listen to it and listen to it when you're in your low places and pick yourself back up I think that could be nourishing. I'm really liking the word nourishing at the moment. I now want to talk about, you know, comparing yourselves, comparing your productivity to others, comparing how much you do in your day, how much you achieve. I think one thing to know is that we all do it. So even though, let's say, you may compare yourself, let's say you compare yourself to me, I compare myself to other people. So we're always in this chain of comparing, but I can't say I'm in that place anymore because I've really learned, like, that's not going to serve me. Like, if I compare myself to Grace Beverly, who works, like, every hour of her day, it's taking me away from my journey. Because even though she's doing amazing stuff, like, I'm proud of her, she's doing amazing stuff, it doesn't mean that I need to have this, like, full workaholic day. Because at the end of the day, we know the best for ourselves. And I have learned through my journey, like, I've I've been in that productive era. I've been on these 6am to 10pm working and, like, crazy hours crazy hours constantly I can't even think oh my god just thinking about it now the amount of stress that I was going through probably January February March everything even my relaxing periods of the day at night time reading a book doing my skincare like everything was productive waking up I had like a 5am morning routine I was starting work at 7am working all the way till like 6 p.m then I'd go to the gym for an hour I'd come back I would do more posts like and then at 9 30 would I start not even winding down productively wind down like it was just 
insane, insane, no wonder I cried in every gym session. (laughs) Thinking about it now when I had a personal trainer, I would come there and I would just cry because I, this is the thing, even my gym sessions weren't for me because I had a personal trainer that was pushing me to my max. So I was pushing myself to my max all day and then I would have a personal training session who would push me to my max. Bless her, no wonder she was not functioning to her fullest, but well, she was physically functioning, but not not emotionally functioning. Anyways, I don't know where I was going with this. I need to listen back to myself quickly. Ah, yes, not comparing ourselves to others. Yeah. So let's say when I have that when I when I see I say Grace, I I literally mean anyone who's super productive. <laughs> and there'll be like one thought, like, oh, should you do that? Or should you want that life? Or do you not want to be like a hustle boss babe queen all the time? Do you not want to achieve that? And I go, Anna this is your life you have experienced that before and it is not for you it is not for you you love your yogi time you love your spirituality you love your reconnection with yourself they may not be they may not have discovered that yet they may not know the the magic within that and they don't need to know you don't need to push them to you, don't, you know, you don't need to comment on their lifestyles well and be like, well, you shouldn't be doing that. This is about you and your journey. And also to know that it doesn't mean that I can't achieve things. It doesn't mean that I can't be like a number one podcast. And it doesn't mean that my YouTube can't reach millions. And it doesn't mean that I can't hold amazing events and stuff. It doesn't mean any of that. They will come through your own little way of being authentic to yourself. And to also know that that also isn't the goal. That's not what's on the forefront of my mind. But when it is, and we're allowed to have big goals, I think big goals are amazing for us. Honestly, I think it sets off this inner fire. So I don't want to say we're not allowed those goals. So let's, yeah, talk about the number one podcast or YouTube or whatever. That will come in your journey of really aligning to yourself. And you know that the 6am to 10pm routine is not for you, okay, and reconnecting with yourself is what is important, so when you start comparing yourself, you really need to talk to yourself, you really need to tell yourself where you've been, and that you've learned that that's not the case for you anymore, and like, this could be a really good way also, like, I sometimes get questions like, oh, but do you not romanticise, like, your skinnier body, or like, when, do you not want to be slim again, or whatever, And, like, this is what I always did when I, like, if I looked at a video of me being, like, really slim, like, at my skinniest and stuff, and I would go, Anna, we cannot compare ourselves to her. It is not something that you want to achieve anymore. That is not the lifestyle you want. You do not want to think about calories all day. And you want to enjoy exercise. You don't want to think about food every day. You love what you do. You will have a sustainable lifestyle. You've achieved so many other things. Like, I don't... I haven't had to tell myself that, honestly, in, like, years. Because I just... I It only takes me a second to go back into the feeling of how fucking low I felt. I cannot describe to you guys. I don't know how I was making, like, YouTube videos and stuff. Like, I was so low in myself. So it doesn't take me much convincing, but use that example of what I just said, maybe for yourself. Like, 
Ooh, yeah, actually, I do remember how you were thinking and all the things you did and how much of your life was taken away. So you know what? I'm actually not going to compare myself to you and I'm just going to jump back into myself. And a good thing to notice is when you are comparing your body, having a bad body image day, anything to do with your body or food, it is emotional. It has nothing to do with your body or how much food you're eating. It is emotional and I will always say that. I will always say that if you're having a bad body image day, it's not because you've put on weight, it's not because your body has changed, it is simply because there are other triggers in your life right now which are making you feel not good enough and making you feel that suddenly you're looking through a different pair of glasses, you're seeing yourself in a different way because as, I don't know if I've said, no I haven't said, but like my body changes, it fluctuates all the time and I love that, why? Because I'm a woman and I have a period and our body and hormones fluctuate. So when I'm on my less leaner side of the month, I don't judge myself and I'm not having bad body image day, so it's not actually about the body. It's the emotional aspect. I can have a bad, I don't even have, nah, okay, yeah, sometimes I have bad body image moments and that could be when I'm really lean and that's that could be when I'm really not lean. It has nothing to do with your body, guys, honestly. Um, I know that was like a little shift of topic, but I just want to keep drilling that into your heads. I also want to talk about, I'm just getting everything out, every every thought in my head right now out. I want to talk about being empowered in yourself. And I know I've said this on previous podcasts and I will continue to share it just to continue to remind yourself. I had a recent situation of letting some internet comments get to me and the way to tackle that is to be so empowered in myself that I'm doing the right thing at the right time that I'm a good person and that I have genuine thoughts so that these other because these are the thoughts they're not mine these hate comments or not even hate comments but let's say snarky comments or like triggering comments like they're their triggers and not mine and like even like this morning on let's say a smaller scale um and no hate to this girl at all in fact I think she said she listened to my podcast so she was just saying like um hey so you previously said on your podcast that two years ago when you lost weight you said like oh it was because you stopped binging and you're so much healthier now obviously I was in the middle of my eating disorder and that wasn't the case but that's what I said out and she goes and recently, like, you've said that you your body has changed and it's because of all these good things. She goes, I can't help but maybe think that you're going back into the same thing or that it's not the case. And for one minute, did my heart get really sad because I was like, oh my god, like, have you not seen all the work that I've put in? Have you not seen the amount of therapy I've done? And have you not seen my energies and shifts and mindset completely change? But then I had to be like, wait this is it, I need to be so empowered that I, only I can know where my mentality sits, and I have apologised previously about two years ago when I said that, oh I stopped binging and that's how I lost weight, no girl, you did not know what binging was back then, you just ate your normal food like a normal teenager, you put on weight and you thought that was binging, you then lost weight and then said, oh I stopped binging, so I was undereducated at that point and in denial of an eating disorder and all of that stuff so I guess having someone question me now I was like oh my gosh but that actually has nothing to do with me because I know where I stand I know that I'm being genuine and I can't persuade people and I can't expect everyone to understand and I can't expect everyone to not be triggered because 
some people may still be in that side of things and may be triggered by that so I don't know what aspect of that life uh, (laughs) does that advice help you but for you to continuously step into your empowered self because you know genuinely what you're doing you know genuinely whether you're doing things in a mean way in a in a in a unhealthy way in a anything way so just trust yourself in that aspect remember like this is you're in your own little life here we are all in our little lives we're all in our own little journeys and I always say that to myself like even if I have a moment in the gym and I'm looking in a mirror and like it's caught a bad angle and I go oh is this what I look like right now like do people think I look like this right now and I turn to myself and like you're kidding right these people are all bloody characters in my life I don't give a crap what goes on in their head and they're probably not even thinking about me because this is again my life and once again I genuinely don't give a crap what people see my body as. I'm in my own life. We're like in a video game. I go to the gym, I'm working out for me, I'm listening to my music, I don't care whether I do roly-polies in the weight section where all the macho men are, this is my freaking life and I can do whatever I want. Sometimes I literally do Pilates on the bench in the weight section around all these guys lifting heavy, I literally don't give a schnoodle and neither should you. So yeah, I kind of want to leave the podcast episode on that higher note and I also want to share that I've basically been starting to do like podcast style YouTube videos where I vlog in my week every time I have a realization or a thought or something that is helping me and I put it together to make a 40 minute YouTube video. So if you kind of want more of this style of me chatting about realizations and thoughts, head over to my YouTube. Um, I think my first one was me attempting to get my life together. I think that's the title of it. And if you click on that, it's kind of that style of video. So it's a new thing I'm kind of working on. And if you ever want to like comment on one of my podcast episodes, feel free to like give a review or dm the instagram account but what could also be a nice way is to like maybe comment on my youtube videos of the vlogs and kind of just like you know if you have any like thing you want to say about it or you want to comment about anything it might be nice to do on the youtube just so we have more of like a community there as well so people can almost like see the comments between us because that's the only annoying thing about podcasts is there's no comment section for like people to almost bond in in that thing because you could think that like oh gosh I'm the only one relating to this when really like hundreds and thousands of people could be relating to this so maybe that's something we do we bring our little podcast thoughts to the YouTube vlogs um, and yeah so I hope you guys have a lovely week and I will see you next Tuesday bye